0: Hey, welcome to the Leadership Lab podcast where we're developing the heart and soul of leaders. My name is Jeremiah.
1: And I'm Bianca. And today we're going to be talking about abandoning old mindsets. I think this is going to be a great episode because we're going to really look at some destructive mindsets that hold leaders back. I believe that we have a tendency to be married to old mindsets. Yes. And that's why we have a hard time breaking through and stepping up to that next level. That's true. So we're going to unpack this a little bit. One thing that our son really loves that is really popular nowadays is unboxing videos he has these little things. I don't even know what they're called, but they're like miniatures of everything, like miniature mac and cheeses or miniature ketchup bottles. And it comes with like four of them inside and he unboxes them and he peels it back. And he wants me to be his audience. And he talks, he he talks like he's filming a video when he's unboxing these things. And he's so excited and he looks at all the features and he just spends so much time unboxing it. It's part of the experience. It it seems like he's more excited about unboxing it than actually playing with the toys. (laughs) But I realized something as leaders, we need to take time to unbox our mindsets. Mm. We need to take time, step back, be still, reflect, and unbox some things that maybe have gone too neglected for too long because there are mindsets that are just destructive to us. And so we're going to hit three of those mindsets today so we can unbox them. I do this one activity in in my daily routine where I weed. I weed out things in my mind, things that are bothering me, maybe some insecurities, maybe something someone said, and I really want to pinpoint it. And so that's what we're going to do today. We're going to be weeding some things that we might be tripping up over. And we, we don't even know unless we go and visit our, our mindset. The first mindset that we need to abandon is a scarcity mindset. Mm-hmm. We need to realize that we have been given so many gifts, so many relationships, and most of the time we're walking around wealthy. Because of the resources that God has blessed us with. And that's why God said to Moses, what is in your hand? And so sometimes a scarcity mindset says, oh, well, I don't have enough money. I don't have enough talent. I don't have enough staff. I don't have enough resources. And we really need to take time and look who has God placed in the church because the gifts are in the house. That's right.
0: And I've heard it said that one person's abundance doesn't take away from your opportunity. That's so good. Th- there's more than enough power. There's more than enough resources. There's yes. more than enough people. Yes. What What What's needed is leaders who have the vision to take the thing forward and to, for them to step into that role and lead courageously. Don't lead from a place that says, hey, well, there's never enough. There's never going to be enough. We're just going to be doing this on our own all the time and yeah. complaining and moping and... Man, get some, get some faith, believe that God's going to come through and then begin to pray, ask, seek, knock, and believe that God is going to bring what you need to accomplish what he's called you to accomplish.
1: And then when you see a problem as a leader, instead of just stating, hey, this is a problem, hey, we don't have this, hey, we can't do this, be the type of leader that takes initiative. To say, I'm going to dig deep and find out how we can make this circumstance better. How can I, as a leader, just do something without being asked to do more than what's expected and, and really change the environment. I, you're such a positive person. I love being around you. I I'm challenged by you. I'm inspired by you. And part of that is because you have this unrelenting positive mindset. So I want to be around someone like that, but give us one of your tips. I think some of it's a little bit natural because of your personality, but what would you say? What are some things that contribute to white? Your positive mindset is—that's a place that you live regularly. Well,
0: I mean, definitely filling yourself with the Word of God, yes. filling yourself, filling your mind, filling every space that you walk into with this realization that the presence of God goes with me everywhere yes. that I go, and that He always causes me to triumph. Right. And and so that's that's the positive outlook that the New Testament has. I yes. mean, if you need a dose of encouragement, go to the Book of Ephesians and just read the first three chapters. I mean, yes. it says that. God has filled us with all of his fill fullness yeah. so that we fill everything with all of God in every way. Mm. Like, it's just, it's this incredible description. I mean, Paul says that God's, God's able to do exceedingly abundantly more than we could ever ask or Come think. On now. I mean, think about the limitless mm. possibilities that's here. And then we're walking around with the, yeah, I don't know if I'm going to have enough to keep going. Mm. And it's just, so so for me, filling myself with the word is definitely, also is getting around other people who I can see that they have an abundance mindset as yes, well. Yes, So I, I know other pastors, even locally here in our area, and I love getting around them because they've always got something new, yes. something inspirational happening, and I'm just encouraged by being around them because I'm like, they've got the kind of mindset that I want to have in my life. So yes. finding those other people who are like that, and I think that that doing ministry as a team also produces that because there's a multiplication effect that happens. Yeah. You know, scripture says one could put, you know, 100 to flight, but two could put 10,000 to flight. Right. You know, so like there's this multiplication power structure that exists that when I get with other believers to accomplish what God's called me to do, right. there's something that happens supernaturally when we come together touching any one thing, is what the scripture says. That's
1: so good. Even Philippians chapter four, verse eight, where it says, um, whatever is true, whatever is noble, whatever is right, whatever is pure, whatever is lovely, if anything is excellent or praiseworthy, think about such things. God is saying, hey, fill your mind with, with lovely things. And if it doesn't pass the 4-8 test, then we don't need to dwell on it. it and, and everything that you were just saying, it, it, when you were saying, hey, God has given, he wants us to have an abundance. Like yes. there is, it's the opposite of the scarcity mindset. Yep. And so if we fill ourselves with the possibility of God, I believe we'll be able to accomplish the impossible.
0: Big, big time. And the second thing, the second mindset that we sometimes get married to, and it's that old mindset that we need to abandon, is the mindset of positional leadership only. Mm. There there are people who just start at this first level of leadership, and that's positional, where I have a title. Somebody has said, hey, here, you're the leader of this. And then they just stop there. They stop Mm. growing. And if a leader stops growing, they stop leading. Because a leader has to always be growing. It has to be yes. what John Maxwell says is the law of the lid. you yep. got to keep lifting your lid because That's if true. you don't grow as a leader, you're going to find that you actually become the cap, the lid of that leadership, of that team, of that organization, of that church, whatever it is. And then all of a sudden, now when, when other leaders are coming up and they hit that lid, yeah. then they have to say, you know what? I, I really feel like God's really taking me somewhere else. I'm going right. to go serve in this other dream team or whatever it is because you... You as the leader have stopped growing and you've let that old mindset of positional leadership say, this is what leadership is. I've got a title. I'm wearing Mm -hmm. the tag. This is my job title. It's on my desk. It's got the little name placard there. And this is who I am. So you should follow me Mm. simply because I'm the leader. Mm -mm. Listen, people will start following you in a positional leadership mindset. Right but they will not be able to continue there. You've got to Absolutely progress and not. you've got to grow. Yes. You've got to make those decisions that I'm going to grow. I am going yes. to develop as a leader. I'm going to change. I'm going to get, get more of me out of the way so I can let more of God shine through.
1: Yeah, and, and John Maxwell even says, he says, an eight's only going to follow a six for so long. And then they're going to, they're going to go someplace else where they don't feel that ceiling. They don't feel that limitation. And I just want to challenge our leaders right now. All of our dream team leaders is wherever you're at, make sure that you're taking some intentional time to expand your capacity and, and. Establish what your lids are. Your lids are different from my lids. And so we've got to look and list down. There are are things that when I sit down, I'm writing, okay, what's a lid for Bianca? And how can I break through that lid? Or how can I surround myself with people that have greater strengths Um, in my weaknesses. You know, it's not always the activity of, okay, I'm going to make this weakness a little less weak, but it's, it's really just understanding I'm weak in this area, but I know so, and so, and so, and so, man, they're strong in that area. And so I'm going to create and develop a team. And this, this is where it switches from positional leadership to really uh, influential and relational leadership where people now want to follow you because they believe in the vision, they believe in you as a person and as a leader, and because of that, we can really accomplish some great things, but we've got to continue to develop ourselves so that we can add value because once we stop adding value, we become obsolete in whatever organization. And if we lean on that title we're really not going to make a big difference. Even, even in the home, think about it. And maybe if you're the husband, you're the, you, just because you have husband or father as the label, that doesn't automatically mean that you're someone that someone desires to respect or desires to follow. You model leadership in our household. And that's why we want and love to follow you. And so it, it, it just graduates from that original place of leadership.
0: And you're a leader that's constantly growing. You already talked about doing the weeds thing. What are some other things that people can do if they want to take some steps forward? What's one way that you're lifting your lid consistently?
1: I love trying new things. I love just dabbling in things and saying, do I like this? Because when I try something new, I'm challenging myself. I'm also confronting any fear that might be holding me back. If you find yourself not trying new things because you're scared of it, then you need to do the thing because those types of things really help us become adventurous and stay curious and stay teachable. There's so much, the more that I know, the more I realize I don't know. And I want to continue to have that fire in me by trying new things and, and, and and watching new videos and reading books. I love, I just am always consuming so that I'm always growing, that I always have something to offer that I I never become this person was like, okay, well, you've tapped out on your information. You've tapped out on your growth. That's just kind of where you're going to be. No, I always want to be getting better, growing stronger and so that I have enough to offer those around me.
0: That's good. So if somebody's wanting to continue to take those steps of growth, one of the things that they could do is find a new source of information, whether it's this podcast, whether yes. it's a book, whether it's some kind of training, yes. something, seek that out. Even a mentor relationship, find Definitely. somebody oh, who maybe man, is where you want to be Correct. and say, Hey, can you, can you just share with me some of the ways that I could maybe take some steps to get to where you are?
1: Yes. If you don't have people mentoring you right now, that is one of the biggest things that can propel you to the next place. And this person doesn't have to be the top at what they do. They just need to be a few steps ahead of you. You can have that natural relationship and organic relationship and learn from those people. I've established those people there. There are areas I I took time to just write a list of everything I want to grow in and who could possibly mentor me there. I want to be a better speaker. I want to be a better mother. I want to be a better wife. I want to be a better singer. I want to be a better writer. I want to, there's these things that I just want to get better at. And so I need someone that's ahead of me that's speaking into my life that can maybe draw some things out. Maybe, show me some blind spots that I might have, but that's huge. And one, another thing too, when I'm reading books, one of the ways that I choose the books that I'm going to read is I look at successful people and find out what they're reading.
0: That's good. Tell me
1: the books that changed your life. Those are the books that I'm going to be consuming because I know, Hey, if it changed your life, it could most definitely change mine.
0: And when you're approaching a mentor, how, how do you kind of enter into that I mean I like to come with an actual physical problem that I'm already facing yes and say hey can you give me your take on this right here yes you know I don't like to just come to people and just say hey would you mentor me you're like right Mm-mm. that's I, when too people, general when people do that to me I'm like w- w- I mean what 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 do you see in me that you want to have working in you I mean give me some kind of direction if you give me a problem that's great because right. we can start with the problem correct and that's a fantastic way to enter into a mentoring kind of relationship
1: because you have different types of mentors, right? You've got yeah. some people, they only mentor you in like maybe the area of finances. You've got some people that's, that you look to, to develop your speaking ability. Definitely. And so I think that's something that helps us. Cause I, I know that that can be a little overwhelming. Sometimes we can look at people and say, man, I wish I was more like that person, but why, why do you want to be more like that person? Yeah. Pinpoint it. And then if you, and, and this is the thing, if you want to be mentored, it's your responsibility to go to that person and say, would you mentor?" me in this specific area be very very specific and invite that because that you invite someone to mentor you you invite someone to speak into your life
0: so we talked about those first two mindset what's what's the next mindset okay so
1: the last mindset that we're going to tackle that we need to abandon this old mindset is the popularity mindset and this is thinking like everyone else thinks. Mm. And 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 that's something that we've got to really pay attention to because sometimes we're down that road and we don't even know that's what we're doing because it, it it's like a sounding board or it, it's an echo chamber where people are just saying the same thing. And it's like, oh, well, everybody's saying so it must be true. And as a leader, we can't fall for that. We've got to take a step back and have critical thinking. We've got to make sure that we have ideas that we're an idea engine because that's where the wealth is to any organization. If when you stop having ideas, when you stop adding value, when you start uh just just you know, just tossing some things up to the organization to get better, then what value do we actually bring? And so it's important that we take a step back and we evaluate our mindsets when it comes to, am I following the popular ideas or am I really critically thinking for myself? And when
0: you're saying the popular ideas, you're saying those those mindsets that people have that just everybody kind of just without any real thinking just kind of just falls right into that mold. And the scripture tells us to be transformed in our thinking. Yes. Uh, Not to conform, not to conform to the popular mindset. but To the pattern.
1: There there is a pattern that we've lived, and there are some things that we're still following the pattern from our childhood. Wow. And we need to take a look and say, I'm that's not a good pattern for me to follow anymore. I need to abandon that pattern, and now I need to be transformed. What are some other
0: areas of this popular mindset that leaders might be able to specifically address? Like maybe the way that you talk to other people. You know, some people are saying, Hey, well, I use the word I a lot when I'm talking, Mm -hmm. and I'm well, that's a popular mindset, but a leader really has a lot more questions to ask of yeah. people, you know, uh, like a lot more you, what's, what's happening in your life. Tell me yeah. what's going on with you. See, so many, so many times we're just so consumed with what's the next thing that I'm going to say, especially mm. carrying that weight as a leader. You're like, well, they're waiting on me to talk. And so mm. I need to come with all of the things when many times great leaders are great listeners. Yes, for and sure. So A popular mindset would be, I've got to be the one speaking all the time. Whereas an innovator, a creative mindset would say, no, I'm going to actually just ask a lot of the right questions to people.
1: That's huge. Asking questions, honestly, it should be a habit for any great leader, whether you're asking questions to people that you're leading or that are leading you. uh, That's really important. Even your loved ones in your family, asking questions. Our daughter loves to ask questions. And, and I love that. I, I love that she's so curious or that she wants to get to know people, but then asking yourself questions. Why do I believe this? Do I really believe this? Or is just something I inherited, this mindset that I inherited that, that really is not going to add value to to my future. And I, I really need to lay it down. We need to ask those questions and, and we have to look at what am I consuming as well? Am I consuming what everybody is saying? And am I just eating the meal? Or am I really taking some time to say, what do I believe? What is actual truth and what is something that's someone's opinion and not just going along with it just because it's the popular voice at this time. I know even even in the leadership world right now, what's really huge is being like a boss lady, you know, and, and there's nothing wrong with being a boss and a lady, but some of the the ways that you go about it really is not necessarily the best way for you as an individual, especially me as a woman. And, you know, when it comes to leadership, sometimes I, I look at certain places and, and I see a void of women in those places. And, and I believe that there, there has to be this mesh where I, I don't, I'm not trying to be a man. I'm not a man. So I'm trying to lead as a woman with my personality, with my giftings, with my passions. And that's something, even, even Pastor Stacey that said that last week, just about really discovering your authentic self and and living from that place in a bold and you, you know confident way because you were created to do that.
0: That's so good, man. Last week you got to go back and watch yes, that listen to that so if you good. didn't hear it. Pastor Stacy Brown brought the truth. It was
1: like the truth and you're also sitting on the counselor's couch because oh, it, it was just powerful. It was like just little, every every once in a while, it's like, boom, it was so good. It was so good.
0: And what, what I like about this idea of avoiding just being a part of that popular mindset is that there are times when courageous and bold leaders yes. need to actually stand against the current yes. of what the culture is and say, say hey, I, I got to stand here and just let you know that the, the way that everything else is happening isn't the way that we're supposed to go. It doesn't align with our values. Yep. It's not the place where we're supposed to take this team. And sometimes it takes a lot more courage to stand still Come and just now. wait for everybody else to just kind of stop and say, wait a minute, the leader's not going that way. Why aren't you coming this way? You know. And then you say, well, that's because... I think that we're supposed to go this way right here. And it just takes everybody a second to kind of recalibrate. Yep. And as a leader, you just can't move too swiftly. You got to wait. You got to know where your people are. Yes. And you just got to wait for them to get that mindset and get caught up because they're going to get there and they're going to go with you. As long as you continue to stand there and let them know I'm here to serve you and serve this team and we're going to make it.
1: Yes. And if you have that foundation, of your values, then you can stand with confidence, humility and confidence saying, because it is very unpopular to go against the overall voice that's going. And can I say, there's so many messages right now that are coming at us. And when I hear it, I, Honestly, I just am like, that's not accurate. That's not good. (laughs) This is not something to receive as truth. And as leaders, there will be moments where we have to stand up and be courageous and take that stand and we can do it in a loving way. I truly believe it. I believe that we can continue to lead together. There, there will be some that they just can't, stay united. And and there's nothing you can do about that. I mean, even Jesus, Judas fell away and betrayed him. It it, it happened to the son of God It's going to happen to every leader. It's, it it just is. However, I do believe that as we stay loving, we're going to be able to continue to lead people in the direction that's really going to benefit them, even if it's unpopular in the moment. And I want
0: to encourage you, if you, if you're wanting to dive deeper into this mindset and this idea is go read through the letters that Paul wrote to the churches in the new, Testament, whether he was writing to Timothy or to Titus or to the Ephesians or to the Philippians, there were always these people. I want to do a message series someday about some of the people who are just mentioned by name in some of these letters Mm. at the end, because he says, you need to trust this kind of person. You need to follow this kind of person, have nothing to do with this person right here. I mean, Mm. he was addressing some of these current issues that people were facing because the church is full of people. Yep. And whether you're in the first century AD or here you're in 2021, there are people. Yes. And when there are people, there are always going to be problems. Yeah. But that's why you're the leader. That's, that's why it. you're there is you're there to be that voice of reason and calm and peace. Yes. Peacemakers, peacemakers who sow in peace will yes. reap a harvest. Yes. Yes. And so that's what we've got to do. We just got to keep sowing in peace, believing that God is going to be faithful to what he's promised and bring it about.
1: That's good. Well, this has been a great episode. Thank you for talking with us. And hey, if you've enjoyed this episode, maybe you want to leave a comment down below, maybe your favorite book that you're reading that's really changed your life. Share this with someone who wants to grow in their leadership. Thank you for taking time to develop in the Leadership Lab today. We love you guys, and thank you so much for watching. Have a great day.
0: See ya.